the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. I tell you what, the cool front come in, it feels great, but it sounds like it's going to be a pretty good day today, maybe a possible chance of rain or two. So you're going to have a little time to get out and do whatever your little heart desires. That uh, That's, uh, you know, how big are relationships in our lives? How much time do you spend? I was listening to somebody, and I woke up early this morning. I, I don't know why, but, man, I was fired up and excited about, I guess, coming to do this show. I don't know. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. He'll wake you up sometime just in time to hear something that I guess maybe I needed to hear. Communications, relationships, the younger people don't, they, their electronics control their life. You know, they're, they are more eat up with got to have electronics in their life. And so the relationships, the communication skills are not as good as they used to be. And maybe that's why a lot of dealerships right now are having difficulty finding new salespeople with communication skills. You know, you need communication skills. Well, okay, let me give you an example right now. Trump. How did Trump, he's done more than Obama has with people in the business world and what's going on in the world. He communicates. He wants to talk to people. He loves people. You know, and that's that's the key. Are we going to turn away from communication skills? Are we going to get away from enjoying to be with others and talk to others that we have to text them all the time? Well, dealerships are getting ready any way they can. Now they've stepped up, and I've talked about the new high-powered Foursquare where they start you on the Foursquare as soon as you walk in the office, as soon as you get close to the dealership. And they are already, you know, they, they work so hard to understand exactly, you know, they line so many people up. They get ready for you. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff today. We're going to talk a little bit about insurance. We're still dealing, I'm dealing every day with poor people that are having a difficulty with insurance. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. We're on, we're on 930 to answer. We love to be with you. We love, Every opportunity we have to be to be with you to to give you the information you need to know what's going on in the world, what's going on in car business, what's going on in the market. You need to make a better decision. Uh, what do we fix? What do we don't fix on our automobiles in order to sell them? So I mean, we we've got so many options that we've got to do. And you're part of it. You've got to know, hey, everybody drives a used car. I got news for you. If you just pull one off the showroom floor, it's used the next day. It may be new for one or two days, and that's about it. But if you take it back to the dealership, they're not going to be excited about giving you any money for it. They're going to wear you out and just beat you up and smile at you and tell you how they love you. Well, let me give you the phone number just in case you'd like to call in today, and that number's 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We want to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. Give us a call. If you have any questions, you want to talk about anything at all, it doesn't matter. Uh, this is a great, great opportunity, a great radio station. And then also, I'll be on 630 
KSLR from 9 to 10. Another show, different show, a little more scripture, a little more personal, a little more about me and what's going on in my life, how I've improved in my life. Are you making a difference in your life and other people's lives? What's changed in your life the last few years? Have you got any wisdom coming? Or is it all pride, greed, and keeping up with the Joneses? You know, pride doesn't have shame. It doesn't have it at all. I mean, is if you're so prideful on your ride, your transportation, that you feel ashamed of it? I mean, you know, I I love my Grand Marquis. I've been driving with hell damage and all beat up. Man, it runs good. It drives good, and it gets me where I'm going. It gets 25 to 27 miles to the gallon. I just love it. I mean, it the shame of driving what I drive is gone. I mean, but are, is pride so big in your life that you've got to impress somebody? Well, if you can afford it, take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. But if you can't afford it, well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit. I, I asked uh, John Fostick is a good friend of mine, and he is a great, great investor. He knows how to get people in a set for retirement. And a friend of mine came to me the other day, and he said, Oh, man, I'm on my last payment, and I'm ready to buy something else. I said, Why? He said, Well, I've had so much problems with this truck. He said, Man, I've fixed everything in the world, and it's broke again, and I'm just I'm sick of it. I said, Didn't, How much was your last payment? He said, I'm making my last payment of $750. I said, I remember when you bought that truck. How long? That's been seven years ago. Yeah, it's been seven years ago. I said, You had a pretty good truck that you traded. He said, A better truck than I bought. He said, This truck was great for the first, you know, five, six years, but it's cost me a lot of money lately. Lots of money. As soon as it got out of warranty. So well, I understand that. He said, it's amazing what they can break after warranty. I said, well, I understand, I, you know. But I said, you you made 84 payments of 750 He said, I'm on 83 I got one more, and then it's mine. I said, well, I got news for you. It's not worth a whole lot of money because of the miles and the situation, this, that, and the other. I said, but if you'd have kept your old truck, and instead of making, you know, $750 a month payment, you know, the last seven years, you'd have nursed that truck along. You know, you would have had $81,000 invested in something else that would return you money. I said, if you would have bought a truck that was 400 a month payment, you'd have thirty-five, forty thousand 40000 of money to invest or play with or, you know, or income or something. A lot of people, these investment companies, and I've got one on another station of mine that's just before me, and I listen to him getting ready. And he talks about if you'll invest $350 a month, and in 40 years you'll be a multimillionaire and you can retire and do whatever you want. Well, too many people are wasting money on purchases that pride, greed, and keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, man, my brother-in-law's got a new truck. I want one. Oh, my co-worker's got a new car. I want one. Well, son, it's your own darn fault if you get in prison. You ever felt like you're in prison? Man, the payments, they were all right the first couple of months, maybe even the first year. But, man, they sure get old when you hit that old third, fourth, all the way to seven years. He's thrilled that he's got this one paid for, but he's not thrilled what it's worth. Because it's got miles on it, still got some issues on it, and nobody wants to fix your problems. You ever notice that? Man, I got a problem with this car. I mean, you know, I had a guy call me the other day. Hey, I've got a truck I need to trade. And I said, okay. He said, but uh, needs a motor. I said, okay. He said, that's all you're going to give? I said, well, I mean, it's it's worth a lot more money if you put a motor in it. He said, well, I ain't got the money to put the motor in it. I said, well... You know, there's effort, there's money, there's time. But what do you fix? My neighbor, I happened to be outside my car getting ready to go somewhere, and the neighbors and ladies were walking down the street, and they said, hey, car guy. I said, yeah. said, I've got a a Toyota van. I said, okay. She said, I live right behind you on the other street. And I said, all right. 
She, I said, what year is your van? She said, an old five, and it's a Toyota Sin. I said, well, that's a good van. She said, yeah, but it's got 170,000 miles on it. And it's got some dents and scrapes around on it. Got a little crack in the windshield. She said, uh, my husband and I were talking. We thought about calling your show <coughs> excuse me, and asking you, what should we spend on this car? What should we do to it? I said, nothing. She said, nothing. I said, zero. Don't do anything to it. I said, don't spend no money on it. I said, it's 170,000 miles. How soon are y'all going to trade it? And they said, she said, in the next 10, 15,000 miles. She said, mechanically, it's okay. He said, she said, but the interior's about, you know, rough. We got three kids. We got dents around on it. It's got scratches and got, you know, cracked windshield. I said, no. I said, don't spend no money on it. I said, you're going to spend two to 3000 fixing up the dents and painting it. You're going to put a windshield in it. I can get it done cheaper than anybody else. But, I mean, you're going to spend all this money, and it's not going to be worth any more money. Don't do it. Just keep it like it is. Get ready to trade. Give me a call. Go to hasslefreeautobuying.com or go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. She said, my husband and I already been to your website, both of them. We like what you're doing. We appreciate it. You wouldn't believe how many calls, especially Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm getting. I'm getting so many calls. If I missed your call, I missed your message, please call me back. Now, there is a key to uh, 630 KSLR. I give out my mobile number on that show. You got to listen to that show to get my mobile number. But my office number is 830-625-7159. And I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to answer your questions. I'd love to help you any way I can. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you work for a company or if you own a company, and you need to get rid of some units, or if you need some, I've got some 16 passenger, uh, 15 passenger, 16 model vans that are about 12,000 cheaper than you can buy a new one. Uh, got some cargo vans that are about 10 grand cheaper than a new one. Uh, got a lot of stuff available right now. We're in the market to buy. I've talked about it, and I predicted it well. Man, I'm auctioned. Couldn't believe how I predicted the market. But it's because I live in it, and the Holy Spirit leads me and guides me. It's not me. Uh, this show's not me. Everybody in the world told me not to do it. I was crazy. Everybody that worked for me, all my friends, all my relatives, everybody said I was crazy. But let me tell you something. When the good Lord keeps telling you to do it, and he puts it in your spirit, and you finally do it, it works. Because I see so many people I'm helping, so many phone calls, people coming to see me, thanking me for the show. I had a gentleman in with a uh, 7.3 diesel. If you want a nice 7.3 diesel, it does have a little over 200,000 miles. Two-wheel drive, crew cab, short bed, red. I got a gentleman who brought one by. He wants to sell it. Uh, it got stolen. And he went and bought him another one. He bought a low-mileage super cab long bed. And it fits his situation. He felt like he paid too much money for it. But where do you find that kind of quality, that kind of miles for what he gave for it? But now he has this one for sale because the insurance company, you know, I don't think these insurance companies, no fault insurance. Oh, man. It's not your fault that your value of your car goes down. And it's not your fault that uh, the premiums go up. I think it's somebody's fault. Nobody wants to take responsibility, accountability, all those ability deals. I mean, you know, no fault. Oh, yeah, well, they still want your money, but next year it goes up. Yeah, well, that's not because of the accident. It's just our cost. It's everything else. Overhead, you know, they come up with a reason. That no fault is just to get you in the door. Man, I've heard so many ads here lately. Unbelievable. Let me give you the phone number here if you want to call in. And this is 930 The Answer. And that's uh, KLUP, K-L-U-P dot com. You can go to KLUP dot com and listen to the show. Just in case your radio's not working or you're not in your car and if you want to do it from your computer or home. And so 830, I'm sorry, it's 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Love to talk to you about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But anyway, all these ads, insurance ads, car ads, that all cost money. But I've heard so many ads about dealerships with drawings, with gifts, 
every way they can to get you on their turf. They get you in their area. They get you get a hold of you. The odds are they're going to sell you. I talked about emotions. We're going to talk about it on the second half, how important emotions are, how important Foursquare is. I talked to a gentleman that's been listening to my show for a pretty good while. They're ready to buy a unit. He found one we thought was a pure bargain, but I, I questioned the dealer that he was at, and I told him that. I said, I can't believe they're cutting you that deal. Well, they get over there, and the deal don't quite go down like they're supposed to, so they tried to switch him into something else, and it was, of course, you know, the big switch. You buy, you know, 85% buy what they don't intend to buy and walk in the dealership. Hey, they hook you in. They want you on their turf. They want you in their environment in order to sell you. Hey, they can't sell you if you're not there. Yeah, they can say you over the Internet, this, that, and the other. But if you're not standing in front of them, they want that opportunity to say you on your emotions, say you on your feelings, sell you on keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, man, you can afford it. Say you on an easy payment. Oh, man, an easy 750 a month payment for 84 months. You better watch out. We're looking at 108-month payments next. And it'll be there. The manufacturers don't want it, but it'll be there. But you hear all these ads, too good to be true. I got news for you. Ain't nothing free. They're not going to go for it, Bubba. They're going to get it one way or the other. You think they build these multi-million dollar dealerships that take a million and a half a month to cut you this unbelievable deal? Hey, some dealerships are so needy of business, so emotionally needy, they need to get you in there so big time. They'll give you free gifts right now. They got a big time drawing on TV. Uh, they're, hey, they're so hard up to drag you in there to get you captured, to control you. They're throwing money. They're throwing drawings away. They're trying, they're doing everything in the world. Rumor has it that one dealership they're trying they're about to lose because it's the worst one around. But see, some of these guys don't care about volume. Manufacturers care about volume. They want to sell numbers. Now, if it was a perfect world for the manufacturers, what they would do is that they would you would be able to go online, just order your car, put the description in there exactly what you want, and just they would drop ship it at a facility that somebody built that would be there, and that you would come in there and they would pay that facility to deliver it to you. Number one. There's too many dealerships making a whole lot of money off of you, and that stops them from selling new ones. They don't make no money if that dealerships make all that big money. These manufacturers want numbers. They don't care about the dealer's profit. They would love to see the dealer profit be cut so they could sell more cars. But some of these dealerships don't care about volume. They care about Ripping your head off. Is that what they call it? Oh, yeah. We made a 10-pounder. That's $10,000 they make on the customer. And I hear that they just make fun of you. Oh, man, he was so easy. He was a know-it-all, and he's so easy to sell. Oh, I sold him on a payment. I sold him, and I gave him too much for the trade, but I picked it up on months. I picked it up on interest rate. I picked it up on the price. There are so many different ways they can pick the profit up. I was telling you about the guy that went in that other store. Yeah, they tried to switch him. He called me. I said, that's a great deal. I can't believe they're making that deal. And I honestly couldn't believe they're making that deal. Well, they come in with some kind of little story. Oh, we can't do that. You know, it's got a lot of problems. We can't sell you that car. We're going to take care of you. No, they wasn't going to sell it to you anyway. They were going to keep thinking of some kind of lie, some kind of situation, you know, to push you off on the deal. Of course, he couldn't drive at that time, and they, you know, they wanted to get the hook in. They wanted to make sure he wasn't going nowhere else. You know, lowball you out the door. Have you ever heard that expression, lowball you out the door? What if I could? What if I could? That's not saying they would. What if I could talk my manager into selling you that unit? At fourteen thousand dollars, of course, asked in nineteen nine, you know, 
But if you're leaving, they'll lowball you, or they'll give. What if I could get my manager to give you ten thousand dollars for that five thousand dollar car? What if? What if? There's no commitment there. Get them to write it down. Take your pen and paper with you. Write everything they say down. Write everything you want. Get them to sign it. All right. And I told a guy, and that guy said, hey, everybody's hitting my car at $6,000. they are offered to give me 9000 I said, well, what are they doing on their price? Their price is right. I said, that is a good price. I can't believe they're doing that. Well, they didn't, of course. Here's another one. Every time they're in there to get you committed, what is the commitment? Commitment's in your mind. What is the commitment in your mind? And then they want to hook you in. So you bought the unit mentally. The price isn't. Well, you've got it bought mentally, but we're not quite certain about the price. You know, you've got this F&I, and that's Finance and Insurance Department, and they've got the final say-so. But, you know, and we got 48 months, and you'd like 48 months, and we probably got a $500 a month payment. We can probably do this, probably, 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 and that'll fit your budget, and all you do is have a little payment, and you everything's so easy. You know, I mean... Oh, yeah, this this is going to be a great deal for you. And then you get in there to the F&I department. I had a good friend of mine that works at a dealership out of town. Told me they made 83000 on 36 cars on F&I. They sold 36 vehicles, and they make 83000 That was on F&I. That's not counting the profit on the unit on on the front side. They call that front side. Backside's F and I, which is finance and insurance. Front side, backside. And then he told me what they allowed trade ins on a couple of units. And I said he said, What do you think about them? I said, There's two thousand profit in each one of those wholesale. These dealerships can make a lot of money on a person. If you don't know what you're doing, you get captured these lot of little out of town dealerships, if if they're outside, where there's nothing else around, that makes it a lot lot tougher, because for you, because you don't have the competition. These little towns around the area, you can get out there and make a deal because their overheads low, and they're hey, they're more about relationships. They're not about the computers. Yeah, they have. They all have websites. They all will email you back and forth. They'll all do whatever it takes to make a deal. But some of these dealerships, man, they are so smooth. they got such a system. They can put you together so smoothly, just like the big drawings, just like the ads, just like, oh, man, we'll give you $25 if you'll come test drive our car. That's how hard up they are for customers. They burn their bridges. Have you ever saw, you know, there's certain places you know that you wouldn't go. There's certain things that you know about places you've heard about, and friends have had that experience. And, you know, some of these places are so expensive, so out of line, they run everybody off. They burn all their bridges. Well, now they got to beg people to come back in. If there's a gimmick out there, if there's an ad that looks too good to be true, i got news for you. Ninety percent of the time it is. It's because they can't get people to come in. You think they're giving free money away when they don't have to? You think they're going to give you all these gifts with, if they don't have to? If, if they were selling a product right and a right price, would they need to entice you to come in with a free gift or a big-time drawing or watch a drawing on TV? No. It's because they've burned too many bridges, taking advantage of too many people. Hey, and they put their own customers off the market. They bear them so deep they can't trade for 84 months. And then they're praying they got something of value when they get through making that last payment like my buddy. Oh, man. Too many miles, too many issues, and making that last payment finally. Have you ever felt like you escaped from prison on that last payment? Oh, man, we escaped. Oh, I'm so thrilled to get rid of this darling, that payment, everything. You know, remember, it's not too high. It's just every 30 days. Man, 
So we're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly about the car business. Our phone number here is 210-308-8867. Give us a call if you want to talk about anything. We don't care if you have a question. There's no dumb questions. Only dumb questions are one you don't ask. you got to ask to learn. There's times I don't talk about certain things. There's times I I go six months without talking about something. Maybe you have a question that I haven't. Maybe you're a new listener in the last two or three months. It's something I've covered before. Absolutely no dumb questions, no dumb values on cars. We're all in there. There's a million different ways, a million different options, a million different things going on in the car business. So give us a call, 210-308-8867. Man, I tell you, Kelly's doing a great job. I appreciate Baron Wiley and Mike Payne for putting up with this old country boy right here, trying to do my best to be a mentor in your life, to inspire you to go past your goals and understand what your priorities in life are and your priorities in your vehicle. Hey, it's better than walking. God bless you. I love you. Tell your folks and your friends to tune in to us. We'll be right back. More of Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on the way here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Now back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Be sure and go to our website, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. It's free. Uh, describe your car, your truck, whatever on the one side of the website. We'll tell you what it's worth. Uh, I'm a buyer on it. If I have to fix anything, you miss anything, we may have to cut a little bit, but I'm not Auto Trader Buying Center that entice you to come to their lot, put the VIN number in, reduce our price, and then beat you up on every little dent and scratch on there. Now, if there's something i got to fix, we'll do that. But LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com is an opportunity to know where you stand, what your car's worth, what to do with it. Sell it to me, sell it to somebody else, trade it in. Too many dealerships, and uh, I talked about that one while ago, they hit your trade-in 2000 cheaper than what they can wholesale it for. And that's the cars they don't even want. They make three to 4000 on the ones they want. So you got to be prepared what your vehicle's worth. Now, there's a lot of competition in this town, so a lot of people do work hard and try to get the most they can for their trade. It's your vehicle. I want you to get your money for your trade. Now, go to the other part of our website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process. Know what your credit score is. That's ftc.gov. Check it out. franktommycharles.gov. Find out what your credit score is. Clean your credit up. I've got a guy in Corpus Christi, Kendall uh, Peterson, great guy, used to work for Dave Ramsey. He'll help you on your credit. Clean it up. Make sure it's the best because you need it that way on all kinds of possibilities in your life for financing, renting, buying, all kinds of uh, jobs. There's jobs that your credit rating has to be good. So you got to have it up and going and right. And then talk to your bank, your credit union. I had a little lady bought a vehicle from me. She hadn't checked out her credit. We got her checked it out. It was better than she thought. And then we had her check out credit unions. Man, there's all kinds of different figures on the interest rate. She finally got a great interest rate that was low. So then we talked about how much she was going to borrow, how much interest she was going to pay, how long she was going to pay, what the car is worth now, possibly worth in two to three years, how much loss of value it's going to be. She had a unit that had some problems that needed to be cleaned up and got rid of because the transmission was about 2000 and after she put the $2,000 in the transmission, the car would be worth about 1000 So that was a bad investment. So she didn't do that. So we just uh, we want to be there for you, and we want to make sure you understand your financing needs, what you're doing. And then we figured out what she needed, and we shop, shop, shop. We found the right unit to fit her. Hey, think about it. Pray about it. Understand exactly what your needs are what you're going to spend, direction you're going to go, how long you're going to keep it. Do you need protection? you need size? you need 
field mileage. We all want the best field mileage we can get. But sometimes it doesn't fit how many people we're carrying or what we carry or what we do. So after you've got that and you shop, 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 talk to your banks, talk to a credit union, talk to your mechanic, talk to your body shop, get some help. You're you're a part-time buyer going in a full-time, full-fledged, hardcore salesperson that can take every available dollar in your budget out of your pocket, smile at you, tell you we love you, Bubba. Be sure and come back when you want another vehicle. We'd be glad to sell you one. And, oh, man, if you need anything, give us a call. And about that time you call them six months later, they'll run to the back. They'll hide from you. So make sure you go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. It's free. This show's free. We're not charging you anything. We do have a service that we do buy, hasslefreeautobuying.com. We take the fear out of walking into a dealership. We take the fear out of walking in the F&I department. You know, fear will blind you. Fear will cause you to think about yourself over everything. Fear will re- cause you to reward yourself for a, you know, oh, or fear will make you think about you need to buy a new car when you can't afford it because, you know, that other one might break down. Hey, dealerships work on fear in the service department. You know, you need brakes. You don't need brakes. It's got 50,000 miles on it, and you need brakes. Now, you need to change the grease in the rear end. Why? Well, it's just part of our maintenance. Hey, there's no free rides. These dealerships need to make the money in the service, in the body, in the parts department. And guess who they're going to make it on? Little old you when you walk in the door. So you need somebody that's honest. And like I say, 80% of these dealerships around will tell you the truth. 20% won't. But you got to know which one 20% are the good ones. Because the other 80% will take hair, hide, and all. I'm telling you and tell you, I love you, Bubba. Spend that money with me. We'll be friends forever as long as you come in every month and give me some money. And that's the way they figure this deal. Because they need to make that money. Hey, you don't think the service department guys don't make a percentage of what you spend with them? The more they sell, the more they make. The more the dealership makes, the more it costs you. Oh, yeah, they, they sell fear. They're excellent at selling fear. friend of mine driving a, a truck, they told her, transmission's going out. Well, that was two years ago. She said, what should I do, Randy? I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with this transmission. I drove it. She said, well, they're telling me it's going out. I said, I don't think so. So what did they do? Oh, man, they, you know, they kept putting the fear in her. I said, keep driving it. That was two years ago, and she's still driving it now. Hey, I got called on a dealership. I happened to be talking to them, and they said, oh, no, we got this car. We got this RX with a bad motor. I listened to it. Yeah, the check engine light was on, but it didn't have a bad motor. Oh, yeah, and I already sold it. I said, you sold it too cheap. Hey, sometimes these used car managers are lazy. They don't look at the trades. They don't take the time. Or maybe it's sitting at another dealership. This unit was worth a lot more money than what that customer got for it. But they convinced them. They sold them on fear. The motor's bad. I rev that motor up, and it didn't knock, didn't smoke, didn't chase women, didn't drink, didn't do none of them bad sins. And I couldn't believe it. But that's when maybe he's too busy or lazy. Which one is it? Which one is it? You know, it's just like that lady I told you about three years ago. And this is before I got on radio. Lady, friend of mine, I told her one day after some reason, I got to tell you this. If you have a car problem, give me a call. Here's my mobile number. She's good friends with my wife, but I'd never, never really talked to her. And I said, if you ever have problems, call me. So she called me about three years ago and said, Mr. Adams. I said, yes. She said, I'm sitting over at so-and-so dealership. I said, okay. And she said, they tell me I need a new motor. I said, you do? What, what are you driving? She said, 06 Camry. I said, how many miles on it? She said, 105. I said, "That's that don't sound right to me. I said, does it smoke? She said, no. Does it knock, make any noise? She said, I don't hear nothing. But they tell me I need a new motor. 
I said, well, drive it to New Brunswick. They told me, oh, no, don't do that. You, don't, you shouldn't leave the dealership with it. You're going to break down. I said, okay, do this. Put the emergency brake on, put it in park, start it up, put the phone out the door, and race the motor up and let me hear it. She did that. I said, just bring it to my lot. She said, what if I break down? I said, I'll send her. I got to tow Dolly. We'll go over and get the unit and bring it back. But head this way. I'll give you 30 minutes. You shouldn't take but about 25 from where you're at. I said, but I'll give you 30, 35 minutes. You got a cell phone. You can call me, and I'll make sure that I block off that time. She comes pulling up about 20 minutes later. I look at the car, and I check it out. And it's not running exactly right. Well, you know me. I either use BG products or I use Behrman's B12 and a little transmission fluid. We put it all in there. That was three years ago. She bought her a new Toyota Camry and gave that one to her son. But they'll sell fear. Did you miss the opportunity? I have bought units that needed minor, minor fixes, and the shops will tell you, you need a motor, you need a transmission. Hey, guess what? If they're selling something, they're making money. You need a second opinion. You need a third opinion. You got to watch out who you're dealing with. Because let me tell you something. You don't think these politicians lie to you every day. You don't think a man that's gathering up a bunch of money off of you regularly in the service department won't fudge a little, get in a little gray area. Tell you whatever they need to do to sell you a new product of some kind or a new service of some kind. I got news for you, folks. You know, it says here that uh, dealerships, I've just happened to have one of these new latest and greatest magazines for car dealers. You know, these dealers should be arrested for printing money. Oh, man. It's because they're making so much money they don't know what to do with it. If betting on the high-stakes game of e-commerce is a crime, retailers nationwide are in big trouble because they're making so much money they don't know what to do with it. No one will ever buy a vehicle from an app or a website without seeing a person first. Do you agree? No. Think back. Did you ever also think no one would ever fall in love with an online dating profile service? Woo! Take a ride from an unlicensed cab driver? Or spend a vacation in a stranger's home? Has society changed? Has our thoughts changed? Has everything, our buying system changed? Hey, I'm going to tell you something. We, we don't think about anything anymore. Has money become worth nothing to us or do we care about it are we are we oh lord won't you buy me a mercedes benz my friends all drive porsches i must make amends worked hard all my life with no help from my friends oh lord won't you buy me a mercedes benz are you praying for the wrong thing how are you praying for the government should that change it from oh lord to oh government are we expecting the government to take care of us the rest of our lives? Have we got lazy, not responsible, not accountable, don't want to do it on our own? Are we not worried about the future? Do you make today pay off tomorrow? What are we doing with that 350 extra a month from a new co- Hey, I'm going to tell you something. You take $10,000 that a dealer will make sometimes, and that's the preferred VIP dealerships. I want you, remember, confident, cool, collected, knowing exactly what you're doing. But you take $10,000, how much is that a month, interest, after-tax dollar? Yeah, we want, we want dealers to make money, and they need to make 5 6 7%. We don't mind giving 6% to a realtor on a million-dollar piece of property. And they don't hardly do anything, but we, you know, we don't want to give that to dealers. We, you know, well, we want them to make money, and they need to make money to keep the door open, even though the manufacturers just soon you do it online and send it to one of their centers, and they pay them to deliver it to you. You know, and we may be seeing that in the future. Who knows? Overhead may get so high that they can't overcome it every month. 
dealerships may have to close. I don't know. But they're 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 concentrating on service departments now. They're concentrating on F and I departments. They're concentrating on how to beat you up and steal your trade because they got to make so much money to keep the door open. The dealers who do it right, handle it right, tell the truth, they don't have to worry about it because it will come. Givers gain and the other ones don't. So they'll continue to give to their employees, give the right way, give to the customers, take care of the customers, sell in volume, and not try to rip a few people off. So we want you to be ready, willing, and able to make the right choice. Has pride gotten your way in your last purchase? Has pride made your last purchase that your pocketbook and your bank account can't handle? You know, that's the key to this old business, is what can you afford to see two kinds of cars afford and can't afford? And these no-fault insurance companies, we had a caller call in a while ago and said, talk a little bit about diminished value. Diminished value comes whenever it's your not your fault when somebody hits you. Of course, you know, in California, they took the yield signs down, and that's because the lawyers wanted to do that. That way they had more court cases. Well, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. Anyway, but whenever you get hit from the rear, it's not your fault. Somebody didn't stop. So I have a gentleman that's got a truck that's, he had a, they had five units with one insurance agent. He got hit from the rear, frame damage, quite a bit of damage fixed, but not total loss. So it got fixed. Well, he's got a company unit now. He don't need that truck, even though they've got five units, they got a farm. And so he went to his insurance agent and said, well, I guess I need to check on diminished value. Well, you don't have it coming. That's what his insurance agent, and he got five units. And so he said, no, you don't have it coming. So he brings it to me to sell it to me. I said, sir, you know, it's got an action report on it. And he was wanting around 25000 I said, it's worth about eighteen, nineteen thousand. 19000 We've been working on this for two months. He said, well, I can't get any diminished value out of that other company. I said, I don't know why not. It w- Was it your fault? No. You got hit in the rear? Yeah. I said, it's their fault. You should have diminished value. This truck is not worth as much. You know, if it hadn't been hit. I said, well, take it to several Ford dealerships and see what they have to say. Well, he took it to some more dealerships. Due to the miles are a little tall, due to it's been an accident, they wasn't wanting the unit. Well, diminished value is, it depends on the unit. It depends on the cost. The higher dollar unit, the lower the miles, the bigger diminished value. Now, if you're talking about a, you know, a, a 2003, 2004 uh, Corolla Camry or something like that, you know, you're talking about 1000 to $2,000, you know. Now, if you're talking about Mercedes, you're talking about Ford diesel trucks, you can be 5000 pretty quick. Uh, you're talking about Lexuses and Lincolns, you're talking 5000 pretty quick. So diminished value is when it's not your fault Somebody hits you, but your car's not worth as much due to an accident, due to um, any issue that goes on it. These And some of these insurance companies are a little slow about posting it. So you may run across one that doesn't have it, and then later on it'll jump on there. But that's why you need a mechanic, you need a body shop. Now, the car's not a total loss, but it's still got value. People just won't pay that top premium price. Dealerships won't pay that top premium price when it's been in an accident. That's the key. You take that truck, you take a, I'll give you an example of a Lexus. You take a Lexus that's been in an accident. It's not worth the top money that it should bring at that point. Now, if it, because it's been in an accident, you have to deduct it. Now, if you can buy it far enough back, the car's in good shape. It's a great buy. I drive. If we take accident cars off the market, we're going to have we're going to lose sixty percent of the cars. Sixty percent of the cars out there have had accident reports on it. You ought to be with me at the auction sometime. Walk in there, you'll see real nice cars come up. Now we have an app on our phone that we can hit the scan the VIN code, 
and it'll tell us immediately if it's been an accident or not. I happen to have a real nice uh, Cadillac not long ago, and I mean it looked like new, but it'd been in an accident. And so what happens? It come through, and I said everybody in the world was over there looking to escalate. I mean everybody, and they'd pull the vent on it, and they'd walk away. There's dealers that won't buy one at any figure. Probably 60% of them out there. And then there's 40% that'll buy them, but they don't know what they're worth. That's why I study so hard on the, on the market, live in the market, live, eat, and breathe the market to understand what diminished value cars are worth, what to do with them, what to sell them, how to sell them. And it, it is still a good value. It's still a good car. Hey, years ago, I went through a bad divorce, and I was busted. And I, you know, me and my wife, uh, we we would buy cars. I'd buy cars and fix them up and drive them with salvage titles. But I, back then, they would salvage title anything they could as quick as they could. Now it has to be over 60% of the value. But so we would we would buy cars, I'd fix them up, and we'd drive them. There's still some stuff running around since 80. These were 85, 86 model cars. They're still running around that I fixed. I had a body shop for 12 years. I've been in I've been in every every kind of the car business you can think of, detailing and cleaning and transportation and mechanicing and body shops. You name it, I've been in it. But it's you know I want to educate myself. I got a good friend of mine. The son loves the car business, loves it. He's a preacher friend of mine, great guy, love him. Anyway, they said, what would you do? My son wants to get in it. Well, he's selling something else right now. I said, tell him to go be a, get and check all the dealerships around, see if they need somebody that wants to become a mechanic, let's start out at the bottom and work his way up. Get him a two-, three-year education on how to fix cars, learn how to fix cars. He wants to work on cars. He likes cars. He wants to learn the business. Hey, start at the bottom. Work your way up in the car business. I got a nephew I talk about. He went to a Chevrolet store and said, hey, I want, I need help. I'll sweep up, offer the mechanics. I'll be a mechanics helper. I'll do whatever it takes. They saw that he wanted to work. They saw that he wanted to learn. He wanted to be productive. He had a desire to be a better person. And so they put him on helping the mechanics and doing the odd jobs, cleaning up, moving stuff, getting tools, doing, you know, just odds and ends. They moved him up a little further. Then they got him to doing replacing parts. He got on the Internet. He studied what the classes they had. He studied YouTube. He got to growing better. Now he's a full-time mechanic in two years. Two years, now he's a mechanic. And he's got a great job making great money. The boy's 20 years old. Doing really, really well. I'm proud of him. Are you productive? I told this, I told my buddy Phil, I said, get your son to go do that. Here, this boy's 19 years old. It's time for him to look up YouTube to go on classes to get in a dealership. Find a dealership that will do that. If he's got potential, They'll put him to work, teach him, and get it going. So then he'll know how to fix cars, understand cars, because you need to understand them in order to buy and sell them. I used to build a street rod, a hot rod. I've got a 66 vet we're involved in right now, and a 55 T-Bird. I buy old cars. I buy old trucks. I love I love the old stuff. So it's been my life, and I want to see other kids learn the, learn the business. And, and grow and understand. I've got a dealership right now. You just give me a call, 830-625-7159, or you can get my mobile on the next. I'm going to be on KSLR 630 AM from 9 to 10. I'll give out my mobile then. But they want to, to uh, hire people. They want good Christian young people who want to work, who want to improve, who want to learn what's going on in the world. They got salesman jobs, they got porter jobs, they got mechanic jobs, they got all kinds of jobs. Great dealership, one that I would work for, one that I would work with this guy. And so there's great opportunities out there, but are we productive? Are we wanting to help people? Are you wanting to be better? Do you want a future? Hey, cars are going to be with us forever. I know the government don't want them there, and they'll change. But young people understand computers. They understand change. They'll be ready for those changes. So that's, I've got this opportunity for people. Hey, what if you want a career change? 
What if you're tired of what you're doing and you realize you're stuck in a rut and you're not going to advance, you're not going to learn anything, you're not going to make any money? There's lots of great opportunities in the car business to make money and to have a future in it. So give me a call, 830-625-7159. And like I said, if you if you own a company, you want to sell some units, I've got some great vans, I've got some great trucks, I've got some great opportunities. There's a lot of stuff on the market. We're in a big change. Manufacturers overbuilt. I've never seen incentives this high at this time of the year. We've got off-lease rental cars. We're going to have a bunch of cars on the market. And then we're going to have income tax checks. Do not do rapid refund. Tell everybody, do not do rapid refund. It's not worth it. Do not do it. It's And you're going to get your income tax check this year, 7 to 10 days. You want to pay a big percentage of it to somebody else to smile and tell you thank you for all this profit? Don't do it. Don't do a title loan. 330% interest, biggest ripoff there is. Uh, there's no possible way you can overcome a title loan. They they have a hundred a week they sell in San Antonio area off the title loans. They start where the loan originates at, and they make money. Not counting the six to ten payments they get off of people before they repo it. They repo ninety five percent of those title loan cars, and they want to say, "Oh man, we have competitive rates." It's set up by a computer software. You can't change the rates. I own the license. Won't do it. It's not right. I do have a conscience, believe it or not. And I will not do a title loan, and I own the license. So tell your friends, tell your neighbors, do not do a title loan. Don't do rapid refund. And if you're looking for buy here, pay here, um, get ready because you might be able to buy new. Now, I want to inspire you to really to to learn more and grow more and make better decisions. Uh, we're going to be on KSLR 930 and, and, uh, from 9 to 10. I tell you what personally changes me, what works on me, but I study people's buying habits, and I'm trying to help you to make better decisions. God bless you, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Give us a call, 830-625-7159. I love you, San Antonio. I want to be here. I want to be your mentor because I've had so many mentors in my life. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.